I'm just waiting, baby. Look, wanna get my cards right when they dello, baby. Look, wanna spend this time, it's just for me, lady. Yeah, I know it's selfish, but it's for me, baby. I've been hurting since my past, uh. How my life is like a dash. Cop that picture by that dash, even though we didn't last. Uh. I can't buy your heart. Yo, yo, what's going on, everybody? I've been out the way, but back now. Welcome back to the Live From Anywhere chat show. I'm your host, Sam, and we got a super special episode today. Let's get right into it. I'm currently live at the stew, uh, you know, striving, surviving, but I got a special guest with me today, and this ain't a regular episode. I ain't going to hold you. This is a very neon episode. I ain't going <laughs> ain't going cap. Uh, this guy I got with me, uh, he, he big peoples. I mean, he said he got a white girl. She from the 80s, Dirty Dancing, Patrick Swayze. <laughs> like this. Daisy, 856, she from the South. Let me grab that throat. That's word of mouth. Like, I'm going to stop right there. My guest today is the one and only, Deej. How we doing, my boy? Man, first of all, best intro I've gotten so far. I appreciate that. Bull knew the lyrics and everything. So shout hey, out man. to you, man. But I'm glad to be here with this interview, for real. Word, word, word. I appreciate it, man. You know, I, I've been a fan. You know what I'm saying? I've been a fan. I mean, we didn't really talk too much when we was in school, but the moment I started mm-hmm. seeing people doing their thing, I'm all about giving people their flowers. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm here for. No, nah, like, that's a true blessing. Like, the fact that we went to the same school and you kind of seen me grow, like, you being a fan is even more genuine. So I really appreciate it. Hey, man. Anytime, anytime. Well, uh, given that, would you other other than your, your rap career? Because we're gonna get there. What else you been into? You still in school? You still running track? Anything like that? So pretty much, I graduated in 2021 from Widener University. Um, ever since then, uh, I had had a job working at Apple. Just had a recent new new job opportunity working nine to five. So you know. I'm not full time hey. musician yet, yeah. but you know I'm getting to that level. I'm trying to, you know, make sure I get to that level where I can be a full time musician. But after college, you know, basically had a job that fully fit what I graduated for, so that's a blessing in itself. Oh, for sure, for sure. I mean, listen, I've I've learned in this life as long as you stay on the path and the grind and focus on something specific, the things will come. Everything's out there; it's just waiting for you to get to it. So, hey, you a testament to that. All right, thank you. Thank you, man. Yes, sir. But let's get into this. I got some some light, quick topics. Um, first thing, if you guys haven't heard, it's pretty much global news at this point. RIP to take off from the Migos. Unfortunately, uh, part of, I mean, I, I don't want to speak on nothing because there's a lot of information out, so I don't want to say anything that might not be incorrect. But he did pass uh, via shooting out mm-hmm. in Houston. Um prayers up for him and his family uh i know for a fact the rap game is definitely not going to be the same uh with that guy gone what you think i definitely agree you know when i i literally woke up to that news like 7 a.m 
And at first, I kept telling myself, this can't be true. This can't be happening. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things where it's like, you will wait till TMZ and all the major blogs say something that you don't want to believe is true. Right, right. But once I got the news, it at first, you know, it really ruined my day because seeing somebody that I listened to, you know, since beginning of high school to mm-hmm. now, it was just ridiculous to hear about. But all we can kind of do now is just learn from the mistakes of why he was even in that predicament to like, yeah, you know, take accountability. It's like why this stuff is happening, and then also mm-hmm. just you know, um, just just sitting back looking at the music that he's put out and just saying like, wow, you know, Migos and Takeoff and stuff has really put a lot of stuff out for the game. So just appreciate yeah. what he did while he was on his earth. For sure, for sure, for sure. Um, that being said, I was thinking about this earlier. Given that you you in you in the rap lane now, like. Have you have you been in situations or seen situations that have been sketchy along those lines? Man, in the underground rap community, you can see anything. Like you yeah. run into a lot of unprofessionalism, you run into a lot of people that you really shouldn't be in the same rooms around. Like my mom, mm-hmm. my pops, you now they understand that a lot of my music stuff that I'm doing, I'm going into the city. I'm not staying in the suburbs of Jersey like I usually am. I'm usually going mm-hmm. into the city, going into small clubs, small studios and you know how people yeah. can get, so you just always yeah. have to stay on your P's and Q's. Always keep it right around, like, right people around you. Mm-hmm. Once you start trying to befriend everybody and not realizing everybody's intentions, especially in the music community, you know, that could go very left, so. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. That's That makes a lot of sense. Um, This next, like, small thing I got uh, has to do with a gaming website. So I don't know about you, but when I was younger, and I used to go to, like, I don't know, the computer lab or whatnot, one of the game sites I used to always go to was Miniclip. Have you familiar with that? Bro, I used to be a heavy old Miniclip. Yes, um, sir. It, it was a, it was like Arbor Games or something. It was another mm-hmm. game. Yes, yes. I was mm-hmm. heavy on those drones. Yeah. Well, recently, uh, unfortunately, the, the website, so to speak, shut down. Or like most of the games that were on there shut down. I think now all they have is like the really popular like eight ball pool game. Um and there's another one, but I ain't going to hold you. I saw that and it, it hurt me a little bit. Cause like, it's just this younger generation is just not, they not up to par on like what it was like to like be on a computer playing games. Not like these PC gamers. We talking mouse, keyboard, stick mm-hmm. figures, all that stuff. So bro, you're right. Cause like it, it's even hard for me to play games on my phone because mm-hmm. I'm so stuck on the nostalgia of like, you know, going to my computer at the end of the day. Yeah. Play a mini clip, playing the online games. I mean, yeah, I can play it on my phone, but it don't hit the same nostalgia nope. wise, in my opinion. Not at all. Not at all. I'm glad we're on the same page with that. Where um, so I got some icebreakers here. Warm us up for the some of these hard hitting questions. So I'm gonna just ask you like it'll be like a this or that. Um, and you tell me like either it'll be like either this is worse or the other thing is worse, or I'd rather have this or I'd rather have that. Does that make sense? Yeah. Word. So the first thing I got is flat soda versus unsweet tea. Which one is worse? <laughs> um, you said, you said, you said unsweet tea or flat soda. Yes, sir. Um, I feel like unsweet tea is worse. Like, <laughs> yeah, you ever went to like a McDonald's order of sweet tea? They gave you the wrong tea, just a bland Hell tea. Hell yeah! Hell that, yeah, bro! Nah, that's the worst paint ever. If I have a flat soda, that's like all right, it is what it is. An uns like like unsweetened iced tea, it don't hit for me. 
dope. I be expecting so much flavor, and it just be dead. I be like, hey yo, who no, did this? Joey, Joey tastes like a rock. Like, like, yeah. like, why would I? Why would I drink this on my daily basis? Right, that's facts. That's facts. I'm in agreement with you on that. This <laughs> next one is uh, drink only water for the rest of your life. Only eat unseasoned food for the rest of your life. Oh no, I'm about to drink water. Um my whole life man yeah. if, if i if i had to go through my life with unseasoned food i probably just never eat because like that's insane yeah <laughs> salt pepper already too much it's already like enough but like when we start getting into adobo and all that other stuff mm-hmm. can't miss out on that bro can't miss out on that and see that's the thing i'm thinking about like salt and pepper like, i can't even put that on my food and you tell me yeah. i can't put adobo i can't put no garlic seasoning or nothing yeah y'all yeah. got that yeah, fact. Uh, this last one I got. What's worse, being abducted by aliens or kidnapped by cannibals? <laughs> you know, I'll put it like this. I'll say it's worse getting abducted by cannibals because it's like, with that, you know what your ending is going to be. Like, right. Like, you know, there's only a few bad outcomes that could come out of that. With aliens, mm-hmm. I don't know, they might put me onto something cool. They might be cool. They might have actually wanted, like, something positive out of it. You never know. But you get abducted by cannibals, GGs. It's, it's yeah, exactly. Exactly. Ain't no coming back, bro. At all. Exactly. <laughs> on to these uh, other topics. So, back on your rap career and whatnot, a really big thing that I wanted to ask you is, what's your creative process look like? Um, whether it's producing the beats or writing, what's that look like for you? So my process has changed so much in the years, but I would say like my main go-to now for processing a song is it starts with the beat first. Mm-hmm. I used to be, uh, you know, I'll write how I feel first on the paper, then I'll find a beat to it. But now I need that beat to kind of set the tone for how I'm supposed to feel because mm-hmm. I feel as though one thing that's great about me I've kind of learned from a lot of my different contemporaries or even people that I'm influenced by is, you know, emotions can come from the beat. So I could have like a, like a great day, feel positive, but this one beat might remind me of like this time in like 2012 when this happened. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the beat and the melody of a song, or not even a song, just the, just the instrumental itself can really take you mm-hmm. to a time that just writing it might not be able to do. Uh, another question I have for you was, what's what's your favorite song that you've written or put out? Hmm. This, I've I've gotten asked this question so many times. I feel like the answer changes a lot. Uh huh. I would say it's a it's a tie between an older song I have called um, "Who's Toxic" on my um, first album. Mm-hmm. And my newest single right now, Letter to My Past. This is probably like my favorite songs that I've written. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Word. I really liked the uh, uh, Letter to My Past. I wasn't, I didn't think you was coming the way you was coming with that. I'm going to be honest. Mm-hmm. But yeah. once I heard it, well, the I, I want to say the first few verses, I was kind of like, okay, not only is he spitting, and speaking, but he he's really riding the beat. He's feeling it, and I mean, like like you said, it's, I don't know, man. Again, I'm just I'm really impressed with how you're doing your thing over there. So, yeah, thank you. I I really appreciate that because that song holds a lot of weight to me because it really is telling, you know, genuine stories of my past. So, 
it's yeah, really gonna I'm, set the tone for what I have coming soon. Yeah, I feel like that that track alone, I ain't gonna hold you. I feel like that damn near broke the internet. At least a lot of the people <laughs> that uh, I'll be following stuff like that, if they weren't reposting it at some point, they had said to me, Hey, did you hear that new John? And I was like, Of course, like, wh- why wouldn't I? But like, I don't know, that was that was a really big song for you, in my opinion. And I mean, Again, I'm just more flowers, bro. I'm just, just flowers for days, flowers for days. Man, it's, it's so crazy to hear that because from the artist's perspective, I don't know if it's just me, but, like, when I drop, I mean, yeah, people, like, like it and like, people mm-hmm. enjoy it, but you'll never fully know how everybody's circling it around. Like, you never know, like, yo, did you hear this new this song? Did you hear this song? You just only hear people are saying to you up front. Yeah. So hearing that was like, all right, like that's all I had to hear to know that um, you know, that song did well for people. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. My next question, and I'm sure this is probably another question you've been asked a lot. Um, if you could open for an artist, who would you want to open for? You know, I haven't gotten that question. So I gotta say that's that's mad unique. So I always get like who you want to do a song with, now who you want to open for. Hmm. If I had to choose to open for someone today, it would probably be, I would love to open for, I'm saying this because I just went to um, Rolling Loud, so I saw mm-hmm. a lot of people from there. I feel like opening for like a Don Tolliver. Okay. Or opening for Pierre Bourne, <sighs> definitely. Ooh, um, that'd be hot. Yeah, like, yeah, like, I was, yeah, I was like performing for Pierre Bourne too it would be amazing as well. It'll okay. Probably, it'll probably be for those because I want I want to do something that's like kind of more like you know uh, low key, but like we'll still enjoy, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Word, word, word. Um, this next one, uh, given that you are artist in the creative space, I wanted to ask, maybe not specifically like the the biggest one, but like what's like the best advice someone has given you? Um, the best advice I was given was just consistency. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I could always talk about people telling me, like, yeah, you could do this with your sound, you could do this with your um, beats, or you could do this and that. I found the best advice to be being consistent because nowadays people come to me for music advice and they always ask me, like, yo, like, you know, how do you do good things within music? Like, how are you making strides? And I'm like, everybody that's followed me for years knows that I post a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I post a lot of content. I post a lot of stories. I post a lot of songs. Mm-hmm. And at first, I was very stingy with my music. I'm like, yeah, like, you know, I can't show this all to the world. You know, I love this song. I can't just post it off, off a whim. Now it's like, as an artist now, you have to be able to recreate that song that went crazy. Recreate that moment you have to be able to yeah. recreate it so you holding on to all these songs and hoping like oh this is the perfect time to drop it. it's the perfect time to release it mm-hmm. it's never going to be a perfect time but if you're consistent it'll always be the perfect time because you'll be consistently yeah. getting new people word that makes sense that makes sense um i uh kind of have the same thing i know um one of the big things again like you and your posting consistently i took i definitely took inspiration from you putting out your your advice and your tips for artists on how to better promote themselves how to stay focused on all their things and that's just mm-hmm. i mean it makes sense you 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 spreading you're passing on that advice in your way saying hey this worked for me hey so listen as an artist you should be doing this as well because like you said there's never a 
perfect time. There's never a right time. So just do it now because, like, again, like, that sound might not be here forever. That style might not be here tomorrow. So you might as well ride that wave while it's here. And if it's your own wave, it's your own wave. So that makes sense. Since you in the industry, uh, what's something about the industry you feel like you'd like to see change? I I know personally, one thing I want to see change in the industry is there's a lot of gatekeeping. Mm-hmm. And I'm not just speaking on myself. I'm speaking just on like the whole landscape of music. It definitely seems like, you know, you have to fit a certain mold or like you have to do certain antics or certain or have even certain accolades to work with people. Like, yeah. You know, I'm not going to put any, I'm not going to like put names right there or anything, but I've, no, I, I've been in situations where I wasn't given the same respect until I gained more followers Mm-hmm. And I wasn't given the same respect still now because I'm not like a, you know, I don't have a blue check yet. Um, yeah. You know, I haven't been to like the word shows or I haven't done certain accolades that some artists have done, mm-hmm. even though people know that I'm better than certain artists that have been in those rooms. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it's like it's one of those things where it's like people will recognize your talent. Like you'll you'll get managers, producers, even bigger artists that will follow you. But they won't reach out until they feel like it's time. Like, all right, like, you know, they got it. Like, they, they mm-hmm. know what they're doing. They'll gatekeep and figure out, you know, where you stand in music or if you're really passionate about it until you do something big. So a lot of people will be like, yeah, like, I got all these people watching me, but they won't make any movement. It's like, that's just how it is. And I wish it wasn't like that. But a lot of times it's always about, you know, you proving yourself to get that love. And that right. I understand why it happens, but I wish it wasn't as uh, uptight, in my personal opinion. That makes sense. That makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, I can't. I, I agree. I agree. This last question I have has to do with uh, releasing music and having platforms and stuff like that. So, uh, what challenges have you seen um, with releasing music on different platforms? The scariest part about putting out music is. I know this is going to be very hypocritical. I said it earlier, but mm-hmm. I used to be somebody who wanted to do the perfect release. Like I want to have the perfect promo video. Um, I want this Instagram page to repost me. I want to get on these music playlists, but it all costs money. Like it costs bread. Yeah. So I think the hardest part is budgeting everything. Cause a lot of people don't realize the life of a music artist, especially independent artists, you need to make, okay. First of all, you got to make a song that's good. Mm-hmm. So you got to make a song that's good. You got to make sure that you know when the post, when the algorithm is in your favor. Because mm-hmm. the algorithm changes all the time. So it's like, you know, if you post your new song at 12 a.m., but people that, you, that follow you aren't active on your page until 11 a.m., yeah. then it's like you have to change how you promote. And then also... Mm-hmm. You can't just be like, hey, you know, link in my bio, stream it, because you have millions of rappers that are doing that too. Mm-hmm. So it's like, how do you stay different while also not breaking the bank, but then also being consistent? So it's really right. just budgeting. That's the, that's the real struggle with releasing it. And, you know, it's, it's fairly not hard to put out music now. Like anybody can be on Apple Music and Spotify. Um, anybody can 
be on streaming platforms now if you have the right financial situation. It's just all what's going to make you different than that same artist from another state that makes the same kind of sound as you. Or they right. make a different sound, but who's going to make someone listen to your different sound? Yeah, that makes sense. I feel that. I feel that. That's a good point. I, I didn't look at it from that angle of like mm-hmm. the specific, like I've, I've understand, I've understood like a release time or like a release date, so to speak, but like taking it down to like the specific hour and your fans or the people that are exclusively looking out for your stuff. I didn't, I didn't think that that was necessarily important, but it makes sense. So yeah, word. it's, yeah, it's just scary. Cause like you got to think, Let's just say the way, okay, the way I've always thought about Instagram and TikTok, like those algorithms is mm-hmm. Instagram and TikTok wants to make sure that the people that rock with you like it first. Cause if they don't engage with the post at all, they're not going to post, they're not going to ex- like put it to the explore page and put it to a bigger audience. Cause in their yeah. mind, it wasn't gravitating enough to even get your own fans. So mm-hmm. that's why the whole idea of like, yeah, I'll just post it whenever I want. You can, but just know you might get less eyes on it because Instagram and TikTok and even YouTube shorts now are all thinking like, whoa, like they're like 10% of his fans or her fans engage with this post. Why would I pass it on to the rest of the world? Right, right, right. Sheesh, that's, that's news to me, but it's important news because uh, it makes it's a lot of trying to get my stuff out there. And that's definitely important for me to look at and work on. So Mm-hmm. I appreciate yeah. that. Um, this this last one is kind of like an add on to that, but uh, it's uh, are most people like are they distributing distributing or releasing their music in traditional ways, or are they finding other ways to like get around those boundaries to get their music out? You mean you mean in the sense of like actually putting it on Apple and Spotify, or putting it on on, on or or just like promoting it in general? Um. I would say just promoting it in general. Uh, do a lot of people go to that bigger name to do it? Uh, I would, I, I, I see that as like a traditional thing where it's like, well, let me go to the biggest name and let me advertise to them so they can push my stuff. Or, or a lot of people nowadays, like I'm going to put it out. And then if they mess with me and then they come talk to me, we'll try to figure something out. Okay. I'll say, um, my advice in that situation was, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know, a lot, you know, a lot of people are kind of heavy on the whole tip of I'm going to get that big artist to, to engage with my stuff or, oh, I'm going to just, you know, get these big Instagram pages to post me and then we'll be fine. Mm-hmm. I say this, the scary part about social media is the first thing people want to do is meme you, uh, make a joke out of you. Regardless, the music can be hard, but they mm-hmm. find something funny. They're going to meet me for it. So, yeah. in my opinion, you start off with your first releases. You you keep spreading this to the people that are close to you. Like, you keep spreading this to your friends. You know, your friends messing with it, they'll repost you just because they're your friends and they, and they rock what you're doing. Yeah. You start off with that, like, kind of, like, home base of just people that are just rocking with you heavy just because it's you. Then... When time goes on, you know, you have more solidified people, like you have more people that whenever someone reposts you or somebody shows love to your music, they're mm-hmm. going to that post and showing love too. Then that's when you ask the bigger pages to repost you. Cause imagine, I don't know, like double XL repost you and then everybody in the comments is like, who, 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 question mark, mm-hmm. who is this? Yeah. Uh, you're better off making sure you got that that fan base started. At least it doesn't even have to be a huge number. If you have at least 
100 people to your name that you know whenever you post they're gonna spread your word and they're on to actually like show love to the post yeah that's all you can ask for and then now make that'll make you paying for those bigger posts and like paying for the bigger artists to be around you even more worth it word word all right all right all right cool 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 i saw the industry rap questions i have for you um Mm -hmm. this back half um trying out this new kind of segment uh called under over i'll uh, name something you tell me it's underrated overrated okay uh so the first one we got she real popular right now ice spice overrated underrated Oh, bro, try to cancel. <laughs> <laughs> well, here, I'll give you I'll give you my answer first. So I'm a New York native. I was born upstate New York. Uh, okay. So anything that come out of New York, like there's just there's some bias there, whether it's bad or not. But like I'm really heavy into like Conway the Machine, mm. uh, West Side Gun, stuff like that. So they Zelda do a lot guy. of it. Yes, sir. So, you know, they they don't really they not really super heavy on the drill beat or anything like that. But I know mm-hmm. that New York's really heavy on the drill sound right now. And yeah. so given that she got a song out and I mean, like, there's a lot of good producers out there and the beat sound. All right. Um, and the, I mean, the word game and the wordplay she has is mid mid tier to me. But I, I definitely say at this point in time, she's overrated only because she only got so many songs out. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I ain't really seen. I don't see the longevity okay. in her career yet. But that could change tomorrow. So mm-hmm. that's where I'm at with it. How about you? So, uh, okay. So I'll say, in my opinion, the way the industry is pushing her, I will say overrated. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's per se her fault in a way. Like yeah. in my opinion, you know. When Munch came out, it was a great, it was a great, you know, it was a great, like, you know, very TikTok song where, like, the first few bars hit, everybody memorized that. Mm-hmm. I, remember, I remember being a Rolling Loud and, like, he performed and everybody went crazy for it. So it was definitely a popular song. But the scary thing is, like, when you make a hit song, you don't want that hit song to be bigger than you. Yeah. So uh, I got two more artists. My next one is Taylor Swift. Underrated, <laughs> overrated. So, hmm. do I listen to a lot of Taylor Swift? No, but I gotta write. I gotta show love. Like she's had a fan base since I was in, dang, like middle school. Yeah, like, forever almost. Yeah, like I've had it. Like she's had a fan base since then. People start rocking with her. I can't say she's um she's overrated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Keep a fan base for that long. That is not easy. Yeah, I agree. I'm with you on that. I'm with you. Even the the project she dropped, what, last week, week before last? Topping yeah. billboards. But yeah, I ain't gonna hold you. I don't see it on any of my feeds. I hop on TikTok, it's there. But like anywhere else, ain't no word of her. No, I said the same thing, but I gotta, I gotta remember like, you know, I mean, honestly, we're not the majority, so it's like right. mm-hmm. her fan base, bro, her fan base is like people that are like 50 all the way down to 12. So it's like, I, I can true. understand. I can understand. True. True that. True that. True that. My next artist, he's been in the news as well. We got the GOAT, Kanye West. <laughs> <laughs> Man. It's funny because like me, me and my shorty, we, we talk about Kanye because um, 
she she knows how much Kanye inspires me musically, but mm-hmm. she she is not for his antics. And I, I hear I you. Get it. I get it. I I'll say this. I wanna I wanna put it. I wanna. I had to break Kanye down to his music mm-hmm. and like music and creativity into how he's been moving as a person. I feel as though music creativity wise. Come on, you can't you can't say you can't say he's he's overrated at all. You know, mm-hmm. he does it all in my eyes when it comes to creativity. For sure, now what he do, now what he does. You know, I'll I'll say it's overrated only for the simple fact that like it's it's probably because of how I am as a person. I'm a very calm, reserved person, so i get the certain things that he tries to say and certain things he tries to do but i mm-hmm. feel as though a lot of times it comes off as very you know oh, i'm trying to promote this or i'm trying to like for example like a lot of his stuff that he's done over the years has been either to promote new music new clothes or to promote some big venture so mm-hmm. hey i'm not trying to knock someone for how they get in their bread but just me personally that's not the route that i would take right <clears throat> but you know, I get he's trying to do it for certain ways. He has his, he has certain agendas that he does look into the future to try to fix. Mm-hmm. But it's just the way he goes about it. I'm more of like how Jay Z goes about it. Like I'm a big Jay Jay stan. But the way he be going about it, he be saying similar stuff that that Kanye does. But like he mm-hmm. does it all through business. He does it all through like, all right, if you got a problem with me, we'll take it to the court. He's very low key, all about his business. That's how I am. So that's probably why I feel that way about Kanye. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. I, I agree. I agree. I think from a like the the music aspect, the creative aspect, I definitely still feel like he's underrated because like he's always he's always doing something that no one else is doing or he's mm-hmm. improving on something that someone else did and taking it to a level that people just can't replicate. I don't see too many people able to replicate Kanye in the things he does. Maybe the auto tuner, maybe a beat. But like mm-hmm. his delivery, the shows, just the way he presents himself, like it's just it's not something I see people recreating. So I'm with you that's, on that. That's what I'm saying. Like the fact that to have music out and have your own school out and to do clothing all together as one, like mm-hmm. I feel I, I feel like I had a conversation with my friends. I said I feel as though the issue with Kanye is I feel as though he's spreading himself too thin. Yeah. Like, okay. Like he has, he has, like he has a lot of talent, but like, fam, you're you're on Instagram, going on rants, you know, coming at people that you work for. Mm-hmm. You're saying all this stuff. You're also running a school that has a big basketball program. You know, you're trying to put out Donda too again. You're did the STEM player. You're putting out quote like it's just a lot that's going on. Yeah, and it, I don't know. It's just. When, when, when a lot goes on a person, they seem to do a lot of irrational stuff. I'm not trying mm-hmm. to justify stuff that he said, you know, definitely a lot of comments that he said, but I can tell, like, bro is just doing a lot. He need to sit down, give himself some time, figure out what's going on because he can't, he can't keep going down this path, in my opinion. For sure. For sure. I'm with you. I was talking to uh, one of my boys, and I was kind of like, the way he's talking right now, I'm just I just hope that he doesn't do any like any self-harm or anything because usually like people who just start talking a whole lot and voicing their opinions on stuff that like otherwise like we could do without you know what I'm saying like it's it just it just worries me but I mean you bring up some good points so I'm with you on that I'm with Mm -hmm. you yeah true um I got two more this next one 
Uh, given that we from Jersey, you know what I'm saying? Diners. Overrated, underrated. Man. A good diner, underrated. Like, because right. I'm a, I'm a breakfast person. So, mm-hmm. I don't mind going to a little quick diner, you know, again, getting something for breakfast real quick. And the mm-hmm. fact that most diners are always open, too. I feel, yeah. I feel like it. I feel like it's underrated. I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, I, I'm here in North Carolina, and there is like next to no diners in this area. It's are you serious? All restaurants. Yeah, it's 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 crazy out here. I'm not gonna lie. Carolina kind of whack a little bit, <laughs> a little bit. But like that's a big thing for me is diners. I'm a breakfast person as well, and they got some delis out here that do breakfast. But like, it ain't much out here. I'm like 20, 30 minutes away from Charlotte. And everything out here in the suburbs is just running the mill, or it's a mom and pop shop of some sort. So I'm with you. I'm, I'm with you. I mean, I mean, how's the city though? Like, like I, I've never been to Charlotte as a city. I always heard good things about it. I mean, Charlotte's nice. Um, my best comparison is like it's a smaller version of like Philly to me. Like everything's a lot mm. more condensed, but like there's stuff to see. There's tons of restaurants. They got clubs. They got uh activity places event places they got some nice parks um the panther stadium is pretty nice the bank of america stadium is, is fire um yeah and i mean like if you find some good places with some rooftops the view is immaculate i'm not gonna lie north carolina's got some real nice open land that you can see from the city so i mean like i would give it a solid like seven out of ten i'd give philly a solid like 7.9 so Mm, okay, that's where okay. I stand with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This that's last cool. one is rolling papers. Underrated, overrated. I prefer papers. So I say I say underrated. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm yeah, with you. I'm with I was, you. I was never big on like the big leagues. And, like, I mean, mm-hmm. hey, I don't discriminate. I don't want mm-hmm. nobody get bad at me and my DMs are nine. But mm-hmm. you know, I feel as though papers are just clean for real, for real. Yeah, I'm with you. I made the transition long time ago and haven't looked back. I haven't looked back. So we, that's the wave I'm on. Um, I know that's right. <laughs> um, this That's pretty much all I got for you. Uh, at this point, my man, what's next for you? Where, where, where What direction you you going? Um, One thing I've really been kind of t- like honing into recently is I'm trying to get more consistent on the platforms. Like, I feel like I'm pretty consistent now, but I see all these artists like posting almost like every day, every other day on TikTok, um, posting a lot on Instagram. I'm just trying to build up my catalog of content. So that's really what I'm doing right now. But I do want to put out another project. Probably won't be able to come out until 2023, but mm-hmm. I'd definitely be putting out more, you know, more news on that. But that should be coming out sometime next year or so okay 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 where 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 and i'm gonna do the little outro like sean evans be doing this camera this camera but it's this microphone this microphone this (laughs) microphone tell the people where they can find you listen to your music find your content well listen if you want to find me on the social just put neon n-e-o-n-d-e-i-g-e neon deej and then on all streaming platforms, even on YouTube, just look up Deej. Once again, D-E-I-G-E. You can find all my music and all my stuff there. 
I do tip videos like we were talking about earlier, and I also do just just regular content whenever I feel like it. So you want to begin just an artist. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, you you heard it here, guys. You know what I'm saying? It was a very neon-like episode. I appreciate you coming on the show, my man. I appreciate you inviting me, man. It's always, it's always a pleasure. I always want to, I want to come back again. Yes, sir. We definitely playing that. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's time for me to get out of here. I've been your host, Sam. This has been a live from anywhere chat show. So until next time, see you. And put some diamonds run that throw that throw, I get it still. I do more than spit this game, I got a few bills. Every bar I spit is buffalo, so I keep these bills. I don't gossip, I just keep it still. My little baby know she love me, she just know the deal. Know the fact that you didn't know me, but now she see my skill. I let her arch it, baby, shake it, baby, shake it if you know the trail. I might cuff a lot, but I crush a lot, huh? I'm in no deal, I don't want you for one night, make it a weekend, that's a deal. She just hit me up for some comfort before I just get it deal. I'm going high. I don't even need a pill. Making beats, I feel like swishy in my ear. I call Alicia. I can't cut through goofy trees. She's so aggy by Felicia. I can't take you to my mama. You too freaky, huh? Too freaky, huh? Like you still want to meet her, huh? Still want to meet What? Spin, 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 spin. Bring back for first two. Got some money, my new plot. Diamonds dance, love, usher, usher. She want to drop it like G.